Hi, this is Andre Osh, aka Dre Studios, illustrator, newbie sketch card artist, and just an overall nice guy. And hey, you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Aren't you a lucky devil? Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. Isn't this exciting? You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. Someone once told him that PMG stood for perfectly magnificent granola, and now he eats it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's Norin Rad. I actually really love that. <laughs> I actually really love that. Just don't do the green stuff. That's Just don't do the green stuff. Yeah. That's good. I love it. That's actually yeah. really great. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Thank that you. Was for that. that was yeah. really good. That's probably that's probably one of my top twenty least favorite ones no i'm just kidding that's like one of my top 20 favorite i'm kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> no that I actually really do like that i actually do you're really right. like yeah, that yeah that, that's tickled you because everyone 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 the world, the world and his wife are going mad for pmgs at the moment <laughs> including you uh, i've had to so. i've had to i've i idiotically i wasn't i mean it's not idiotically they don't show up so i had to hunt anyway i've been having a hunt like a madman flinging his poo the, no, I said it wrong. Hey, what's the what? mad woman no. flinging her poo? <laughs> mad woman flinging her pool. Poo, poo. All over That's the it. place, like All a mad place. woman's poo, is the expression. Down. There we go. Write that down. Write that down. There will be a like translation a guide for those listening at home. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome, everybody, to the <laughs> to the show. Oh, my goodness me. This is going to be fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to this episode. Um, oh, yeah. Because, uh, quite frankly, since um, since we were last together, knowing our listeners won't mean anything to our listeners, but since we were last together, half of America has turned into a third world country due to a little bit of snow. A little bit of snow. A little bit of snow. Our guest this week lives in that environment <laughs> all the time, so for him it's nothing. He's just going, what the fuck, Texas? My guys um, together. But you had a weekend without power, didn't you? Yeah, so the stuff that's happening in Texas is that they – poor JD, poor a bunch of people, a bunch of collectors we have out there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So basically – stupid. So the governor over there um, – Abbott? Yeah, whoever it is. Um, basically, they wouldn't treat their turbines. So the because they didn't want to treat their turbines, their turbines broke, and they were supposed to have rolling blackouts, but they okay. don't know how to do that over there. You say treat, um, but you may take them to dinner, buy them some flowers, that kind of thing. Obviously, something very romantic. Okay, right. You got, you got a prime. Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, tell you how to. Do your can life. I, can I book a table for two at eight o'clock? Yeah, sure. Will that be for, for you and your, you and your wife? No, I'm going to bring a turbine. So you need to make sure you've got one of those bigger tables. Brilliant. Okay, we'll get that ready for you. Okay. So we'll see you at eight. You sound ridiculous because turbine loving is amazing. So I'm just putting that out there. Chafes it's a lot bit. of it's a lot of shaking <laughs> and turning. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so basically they didn't treat their turbines. They didn't do things properly. And they were, you know, moving away from the government and doing regulations that they should have been doing. So the rolling blackouts turned into just blackouts and people lost a lot of power. Me wow. being in Carolina, we got 
it afterwards and got the tail of it. So I lost power and then I lost Wi-Fi for even longer. So I was very absent from the Fleer Ultra Spider-Man selling out, which breaks my heart because I love that set. And that was a very tough goodbye for all of us. But that was fun to see everybody get into it again and just to see oh, the Oh, my goodness. It was like blood in the water. It oh. was like sharks and it was a frenzy. Was and I saw people saying on the Saturday morning, I saw someone post, oh, it's down to 88 cases. And then it was down to by 11 o'clock that morning, my time, um, it was down to 50 something. And then yep. it was gone at about four. So in, in five hours, the rest of that went. Less than five hours. It was just it was just incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Me neither. Never I seen love anything it. like it. It was such a rush. It was absolutely incredible. Um shall we introduce our guest? Obviously. Our uh, our, not, our artists in residence. Not everyone. Not everyone gets intro music. But this one is. This is really high five now. Is I'm, gonna, I'm gonna this I'm is gonna put this is me putting my phone to the microphone. I'm not even doing overdubs or anything like that. No, this is all in in camera visual. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, guess who's back? I, he needs no introduction. He's going to get an introduction. Uh, this 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 man um, has listened to us for a long time at one and a half speed. So we have to speak really quickly like this because that's Very how he quickly. listens to us apparently. Um, and and also, yeah. What? <laughs> really freaked me out that you joined in on that. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's really thrown me. That's really thrown me. Um, um, uh, introduce yourself, sir, because I've just completely lost the plot. Who are you? Who am I? Um, Andre Osh, better <laughs> known in this market as Dre, uh, because that's how I sign my uh, my cards, mainly because most people don't pronounce my name properly. Um, <laughs> so, I'm Dre. And, you uh, are. And I you do are. some sketch cards. And I was actually thinking of memorizing the lyrics of that, and that's how to introduce myself. But then I didn't get around to it. So I'm glad that you did that. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. I'll, um, got you covered. It, it's available on iTunes and all sorts of other fine, uh, reputable um, platforms, as is our podcast, listeners. Wow. Shameless. That was shameless. good, wasn't it? That was good. Actually, good no, that was very well placed. Yeah. Yeah. That's smooth. Just drop it very gangster. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, 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 Dre, um, you, um, you've in, you've introduced our podcast a couple of times. You even guested on, on one where they, we could we kind of we kind of did a, oh. as close as we've done to a call in one. Do you remember? People just kept joining in. Yeah, um, that was the Florida project one. Yeah, the Florida one. We ended up splitting it into right. two halves, and it was it was it was crazy because because of the way that it was working, we'd never done anything like that before. So. Every time someone joined, I'd spend like two minutes introducing everyone to everyone else, like like some sort of crazy dinner party. You know, there was that dinner party in Ghostbusters where Lewis Tully is introducing everyone to everyone else. It felt like that. Um, but we won't do that this week. Um, and you, since then, you, um, I've seen you draw so many things live. It's, it's incredible because you do these live draws, don't you? Tell, tell, tell folk about that to start with and then we'll, we'll get into all the other stuff but I, I, I find them fascinating so what do you do with your live draws right so I can't remember what point I decided to start doing the live streams during COVID when there's really nothing else to do mm -hmm. yeah. um, I, th I think it was Warner that got me on it he did one and then 
asked me to hop in on it because he started doing those Wednesday uh, draws and draws yes. on one of the on the groups. And uh, so, okay, I'm going to start doing this. I used to do a lot of YouTube streaming like three, four years ago. Like every Sunday I'd record a drawing, then hyperlapse it and post it on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, but then I stopped because YouTube changed how their whole like partner monetization thing was running and that kind of me off and i said okay i put in all this time and now they took it away not that i was making <laughs> any significant amount of mm-hmm. income off of it mm-hmm. but i was just kind of like okay at least kind of check that box i'm a partner so in his long story store, short i stopped doing the videos and then i started doing them again primarily on facebook um and you know try to get guests artists in at the same time so i mean you, you've guys seen warner's comes on a lot and Mon Shaw, Marcia Dai. Um uh, what's his Gordon name? Gordon Wills, have you had on there? Oh, I had Gordon. I had I had Gordon a few times, Paul Hill, Jason Montoya. Oh, that was um, nice. Yeah. Also did the one with Palumbo, which was great around Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was Dave's such a great guy and I'm just so grateful that he agreed to hop on that like that yeah. was just just I fantastic best, man. super cool um i'm forgetting some people i'm sure i don't have the playlist in front of me but yeah lots of people hopping on and it, and it's been great and um i try to do it weekly depending on my schedule mm-hmm. um like you said before you know i have to do all this streaming stuff for my office so because my internet at home is pretty much non-existent um so as long as time permits i'll hop on and do the streams and do that and because of the streams i think and kind of this one-to-one relationship started building with an audience Mm um you know it's been really motivating to keep on doing more of it um and also it's it's great again especially in the covid environment we're not really connecting with people everybody's in their own bubble Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean this is as close as you can get to hanging out with someone and shooting yeah. Yeah. So. No, it is. It is good. I tell you what I do like about it. It's it's really cool how there's that relationship with collectors as well now that you've got that Jay's got because you come on and um, I think you do yours on your own platform, but you stream it to MCCW as well as other places. Do you, do you Streamyard? Yeah, I go through Streamyard, so I'll push it on my Facebook page, on my YouTube channel, and on my Twitch channel, and then just share that out. So, um, yeah, I mean, not sponsored or endorsed by Streamyard in any ways, but that's a fantastic (laughs) service. Like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 we've um, just makes things so much easier. We saw, um, I think, Hobby Hotline was the one I first saw using it, Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty cool how they do it. Um, But it's, I, I just love that there's for the past uh, probably COVID actually is about the time that this started, but I think it was kind of happening anyway. Is that there's there's this kind of crossover where, you know, people who are regulars in the group. Uh, kind of interacting with you and you're you know, they're suggesting stuff for when you've got to do sets which I find yeah. is the most bonkers thing um, is that you know how have you I guess the biggest one is MM20 I remember you posting there and asking for suggestions and how many cards did you end up doing for that set uh, over a hundred 
Wow. Um, still waiting for approvals on some of them. Uh, so I don't know what the final count is. Oh, wow. Because I did it in two waves. So the first wave was the first wave was 99. And then the second wave was, I can't remember, like 30 or 40. Um, but I haven't seen approvals on everything yet. So I'm not sure what the final live to market sketch that is. Um, wow. Yeah, that's quite a lot to keep fresh as well, isn't it? So no wonder you're kind of saying, you know, got any suggestions of characters? What were, they, were there any kind of suggestions that came through that you were like, yes, that's a great idea. I've been dying to try that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and some of the more obscure ones, and I think, um, was it, is it Orb or I, just an eyeball? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think that one popped up on EPAC the other day. Uh, it is. The, it looks great the, too. Yeah, that one. And I'm. I don't want to say I'm disappointed that it's on EPAC. I was hoping that it's going to go in a physical release. And it's the same thing with all the stuff that's popping up on EPAC now, which have that gold circle on them, which yeah. are all homages to kind of first appearances or key issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's metallic uh, paint. And it just doesn't oh, photograph wow. well. So oh. when you see the card in hand versus on screen and the the scan, it's it's a big yeah. difference. And it's the same thing with the is it orb? I can't remember his name. Is that what his name is? That eyeball I, thing? I, I think so. We saw him in so. Fleer Ultra X Men, right? Yeah, we did. I'm just gonna go on to um sorry, I'm just gonna navigate I, to the marketplace on um EPAC if I can figure out how to use the let me think now. <laughs> right, because he, he's a ghostwriter villain, I believe. But anyways, that card's got like six layers of gloss on it. Oh wow! Which makes oh. it make it makes it look wet. Yeah. Uh, okay. And JD was keeps on joking that he just wants to lick the eyeball. I was about to say that same thing actually. I, yeah, I he did. just wants to lick it, which is fine. I, I don't care. Like once it's out of my hands, he, whatever, <laughs> whatever happens, happens, right? I'm not going to call the police. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's, you know, do, do whatever you do. There are 24 of your uh, your sketches oh, from 2020 on EPAC. Um, and I can, oh, see, yeah, I can see, I can see awesome. that gold circle there now. I see what you mean by that. I've not seen those. Yeah, so the gold circle Amazing. one, there were 12. So towards the end of the first batch, I was not getting burnt out, but just you know, clock was ticking. So yeah. I was trying to figure out, okay, how can I um, speed it up? Because I did all those 12 in three days. Versus, oh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. You killed it. Like, oh. I know these are callbacks to their first appearances. Yeah. But the way you did them, you not only you can see that the artist, the original artist for them, but you can also see like yeah. how clean they are, man. And having that circle in the background that doesn't like intrude on that, like that Colossus, even that Electra next to it, it's just gorgeous. It's, it's the Wolverine. That's probably one of the best Wolverine Wolverine's sketch cards I've ever seen. It, seriously, it's just amazing. I love it. <laughs> I, I can't. Let me see. I can't remember who, because the, these are homages. So that's Gil well, Kane Donald and Dave. got um, the Doctor Strange. Funny enough, which I didn't even hear about, oh, which wow. is crazy. Yeah, I. So, should I say this? You don't have to say this. Well, say yeah, yeah, we can always <laughs> so, edit it out. You're not live. <laughs> oh, okay, so it popped up on EPAC. Oh, what happened? Yeah, so it popped up on EPAC. Um, and a, a, like a lot of these gold circle ones started popping up on EPAC. And, and I had a collect, but I did buy the odd pack. So I had a couple of things, including um, one sketch left over. So I was trying to trade the sketch that I had, which 
Ian was a black cat, oh. but it wasn't mine. <laughs> so I, I try to trade that sketch for some of my own sketches. Ah. And um, the Doctor Strange one, funnily enough, came through right when I was chatting with Donald yesterday. No. So it came through. So then um, I, I was chatting with Donald. I'm like, hey, I just traded for this card. Uh, if you want it, you can have it for... You know, just like a nominal amount, oh, uh, cool. just kind of make up for um, me just throwing money at Epac. Um, so I guess that's how we ended up with it. Hopefully, he's okay with me telling the story. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. sure it's an amazing card, man. Wow. Yeah, and I actually, yeah. I'm trying to trade for another one. Well, actually, I have a couple of trades pending, not pending, or after offers out. The back. That's brilliant. Yeah, so all of them have will have what it's based on. And like the Electra, Bullseye, and there was a Daredevil, which I guess got... Oh, no, he's still there. So there's the Electra, the Bullseye, That's the Daredevil. Yeah, I was going to say, very Frank Miller. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was saying, so towards the end, I did a couple of like subsets. Mm-hmm. No, because in my mind, I'm like, oh, people are going to love these and people are going to chase 12 cards for me just to make a set. Um, one of them got rejected because uh. it was um, a character that I, I didn't know you weren't allowed to draw. Uh. So it, there's only 11 in market, not 12, unfortunately. But whatever. I don't know if anyone's going to actually try and chase all of them. Unless I think they should. I love I it. I don't think... Donald's going to let it go? No, they won't. So, I was going to say, they, they, they'll, they'll have to pry that one from Donald's... Um, dead I'm fingers. I mean, they might be able to get nine of them, and that'll be yeah. the page of nine, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd so, be cool. we got to give this remember. to Ashley. Got to find a way to get the, um, Amanda. Six, yeah. Eight, that'd nine. be, you know, listen, someone who would be absolutely honored to own them, I'm sure. You know, they're brilliant. I love them. Oh, uh, um, so there's one that's in physical. I know who owns it. There's a Black Panther. Oh yeah, and oh. I know who has it. Messaged me. They um they got a couple months ago. There's uh, a spot. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, there's black cat mm. without eyes. Mm. <laughs> that's the way they drew her originally. I'm sorry, Ian. In the first issue, yes, granted. Yeah, it, it's, she it's, didn't uh, have eyes. Yeah, I started reading, version. however, on Amazing Spider-Man two. 40-ish, somewhere around there. And by then, she had eyes. So at some point, there'll be an origin. I'm, I'm sure one of the issues has an origin story of how Black Cat got her eyeballs back. Um, <laughs> pass. There's, there's something people should write. It doesn't exist. Um, maybe I can send that into Marvel, see if they'll go with it. I, you know um, what? It's something to try. It's, it just makes me happy. What can how I? the cat got her eyes back. How the cat got her eyes back? Exactly. Um, I've just you, there's actually quite. I've just done. A, I've just taken masterpieces out of the um, search, and there's there's still um, some sketches from your earlier sets on there. So you've got you've got some anime on there. Uh, yep. Endgame and Captain Marvel, Spider-Man: Far From Home, 2018 masterpieces, Avengers: Infinity War, Black Panther, and 2017 Marvel Premiere. So was Marvel Premiere your first one? Yeah, I'm th- I'm in that generation that got onboarded in Premiere Seven uh, Premiere Seventeen, so right. I did Premiere Seventeen, Nineteen, MM, Eighteen, Twenty, Far From Home, The Two Avengers, and Black Panther. I think that's the Marvel ones. Yeah, 
or the the UD ones. Um, yeah, I know. I um for longest. Oh, it's actually. I think it might have popped. It has popped. There was a black cat that you did for Avengers Infinity War, and I just realised it's it has now finally appeared. Um, and I know who owns that. It's his private collection um, account. So, um, but I do have a black cat from you, um, and it is a black panther one. Um, okay. I'm, I'm resisting the urge. I'm, you know what? Screw it. I'm not resisting the urge. Sorry, Norin. There we go. And he's going in. Ah, dang it! <laughs> See, I didn't give him any. And we lost Norin. Well. We've lost Norin, yeah. Clean up on Iron Norin. Um, but <laughs> that just makes me laugh. Here we go Black Panther by, by Andre Orsch. There we go. And this is the point where you're going to go, that's not one of mine. Well, I know it is. Yeah, no, that's mine. That's I remember yours. that one. I love that's that yours. One. Love that one. Um, I can't remember. I think I, found, I think I got that off eBay. You showed it to me. I think yeah. was it before I no, sent I it to you. Say that again, sorry. I feel like it was with me before I sent it I to think you. I it thought it probably person. was. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah, yeah. It is a beautiful sketch. Um, it's in my so, Art Nouveau face. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was looking at at, at your because um, how how long? If I, I, I guess the interesting thing for me is when I look at that and when I look at the stuff that you've done more recently, it 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 feels like. I mean, obviously you've, you've tried different things, but it feels like you you've developed. From, from me, from the you know, from outside looking in, you know, at uh, 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 the work that's been done, do you, do you feel like you've kind of Im- improved on them over the over the years you've been doing them? Oh, absolutely. And one thing I think I was talking about this on, I'm sure I've talked about it on one of my streams, but um, it's just the, the approach that I had towards sketch cards when I first started, and what I'm the way I'm approaching them now, like. Uh, when 17 came in i just got message on instagram i think it was zach i don't know if he's still with upper deck or switch roles i think it was him uh messaged me on instagram one day and he's like hey you know like your stuff would you like to be involved in a set and you know i like almost flipped the car because i was on the highway and i saw the most notice (laughs) come in and i just saw the little upper deck logo um i was like oh my god um sorry so then i was super excited really didn't really know much about sketch cards at that point. Like I had seen some of it pop up on YouTube videos and things like that, but I had no like real understanding of the market, how it works, um, the approvals, the, um, what collectors like, what they don't, anything like that. Like I was like virgin ears, right? right. But it was, I was excited about it and I got the set and the timelines and um, I was trying to feel like, okay, what's the best way to crank these out really, really fast? Um, so it was more focused on getting as much done as possible fast. Um, so that was on the first couple of sets, but then getting into, I think far from home was really the one or end game and far from home. I did those pretty much around the same time. And that was right before COVID hit, if I remember correctly. Um, and that's when I, I decided that, you know, maybe I need to just focus more on the art and forget the time investment on it. Um, and that's where I kind of changed my attitude towards the cards from let's try to get these out in the market to um, let's treat these as um, an, an investment in my skills, in my um, 
in, in the craft itself. And at that point, I said, okay, you know what, instead of, because let me take a step back. And if I go on a tangent, just like wait. You carry on. Oh, have you not heard tangent. this show? This is all about tangents, sir. <laughs> I've, you take your time. <laughs> I've never heard this show before. <laughs> I don't know what this is. What is um, this? How did I where, agree to this? Where am I? <laughs> when do I get paid? Um, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, hang on. Before I get into that long-winded story. So, I'm looking at the Skype, and I look like the bastard child of you two. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you were to take... It's true. You have my beard and Ian's Nord's head. Beard, yeah, and Ian's head and just mash it together. So, we share the same eyebrows. So, I think... I, think, I mean... I don't know, man. All three of us are some good-looking family right now, okay? There's a lot of good-looking people on this stream. On this... There's a stream on on this call. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So back to my other point. Um, So I have a fine arts uh, background because I went to a visual arts program in high school. I was always focused on on the arts. Uh, Originally, I was going to get into animation. That didn't really work out for me for various reasons and i got into graphic design and digital media um so that's all computer stuff so that was in high school uh, so in high school i was arts focused and toward in college i did graphic design marketing everything like that uh got out of college got a teaching gig um for a couple of years just teaching like software skills and then at the same time i started an agency to focus on the creative part. So it's more graphic design, things like that. With time, that evolved into web design, web development, and grew into what I do now, which is digital marketing consulting. Um, but because of that focus on online and code and spreadsheets and whatever, at one point, I just totally stopped drawing. And like I stopped for maybe, I'm gonna say maybe 10 years, just doing anything. Um, and then a few years ago, maybe, Four years ago, I don't know. Whenever I started my Instagram with that um, uh, Freddy Krueger piece, which is I think the first thing I posted. So around then, I decided that okay, I spend way too much time in front of the screen, like nine, ten hours a day on the computer. I need to find something to take me away from it. So I'm like, okay, I'm not like I could draw in Photoshop or do uh, digital paintings and stuff like that, but I want to be off the computer. So every night I'd get home, I'd sit on the couch with a sketchbook and doodle and whatever. So kind of just try to unplug from the screen. And and then it's been great. I got to say, like, it's been extremely therapeutical. Um, And I never really looked into getting into more of a commercial aspect of it. But Anyways, um, as time passed on, Upper Deck reached out, started doing the cards. I was like, okay, how can I do these fast? I was like, I don't think I hate the original cards that I did in any way. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. Um, they're cool, but looking at the market and as getting more into back into the visual arts and not so much the illustration comic book aspect of it, which I used to love when I was younger. I was really big into comic books, used to collect trading cards, everything like that. Uh, But I kind of, you know, at one point when I was 17, I discovered that I could spend my money on uh, instead of comic books and cards. I discovered the joys of the opposite sex. (laughs) (laughs) And um, that took me down a different path, which... I do not regret one bit. Dark side uh, <laughs> yeah, time the dark side well spent. <laughs> time very well spent. Um, yeah, so I decided, like, you know, doing the just 
sketch-style cards, for the most part, is not really helping me grow or learn a medium better. So I said, okay, no, I'm just forget all of that. I'm just going to do cards. I'm going to put in as much time as I can uh, and just try to basically pick up acrylic painting. And the reason I decided to go acrylic painting is because it looked like people like Jusco, um, Ariel Olivetti, uh, which I might be butchering his name, um, Addy Granov, right, who's, a, who's an acrylic yeah. painter, um, Ricardo. I'm going to butcher and Ricardo Frederici, who does oil acrylic stuff like that. So I really like the mediums that they're getting and the, the kind of the build that they're getting. So I'm like, okay, I really need to get my a handle on this medium. Something that I use maybe for a couple of months in high school when they taught us the fundamentals of acrylics. So I was like, okay, I got to spend the time. Acrylic paint is something that, you know, it dries quickly, but I really do need to layer it. So then around end game, far from home, I said, okay, all my cards from now on are going to be painted. Wow. And that's it. Uh, with the exception of the odd ones in anime, where I tried to um, try to get in some of that anime-ish look, mm-hmm. which you can't really do with paint, so it's kind of more watercolor yeah, and inks. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if, if, if I look at what's on EPAC now, like that little Thor chubby thor as jd calls him that's a watercolor thing but if you look at the um deathlock um blade cycle um colossus or mystique those are all painted ones so there's a mix of um techniques and materials and some take more longer than others i forget the original question I love the, the well. To be honest with you, no, it's cool because you actually <laughs> you actually no preempted the origin story question, so you've kind of covered off that because I I didn't know how and when you started, and I, I just while you were talking, I've scrolled back, and your your Instagram birthday was actually March the twenty seventh, twenty fifteen, with um, Freddy Krueger. Uh, oh, which is Instagram very kindly tells me that's 308 weeks ago. There you go. <laughs> 308 weeks. Thanks for that, Instagram. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I actually think I posted a picture of one of my dogs to, as when I created the account. That might not still be there. Yeah, that's not there. No, no, the first one I can see is, is, is Freddy. Yeah. Uh, then you got Mr. Bean, then you got Hulk, then you got Thanos, and then you got someone who looks like could be Arrow, Green Arrow, something like that. And then, you killed Deathlock in anime, by the way. Sorry, yeah, I know absolutely. that's random. No. I really love that Deathlock in anime. You just killed that. That's awesome. It's one of my favorite cards that I did for that set. I tried to trade for it, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't take my. I don't know. My doctor's trains for oh, eBay. Oh, we part. know who that's with. We know who that's with. I'm going to say I'm going to save some of these images while we're talking, actually, because it occurs to me that that while I'm thinking, okay, that yes, they would be great for on the tasting notes. Knowing my luck, when I go and actually do the tasting notes, they would have been hidden or locked away. So, uh, yeah. so let me just quickly save these images uh, so that people can go and look at them and ooh and ah, oohs and ahs. Yeah, your anime looks great, Andre. I hadn't seen these yet. The blade is sick too. Shit. Hey, yeah. there's the Asia Apocalypse uh, Colossus. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's funny. The guy that got it, I saw. I, I've been trolling um, EPAC <laughs> MM20, like everyone else. Yeah. Um, and then I saw somebody mention, oh, I just got this weird Electra Colossus mix up. Oh, no. So I'm like, no, man, that's, that's Age of Apocalypse uh, Colossus. Ah. He's angry. 
Uh, he got a great one too man because age of apocalypse stuff like um matt fuller who's doing the x-men you know you guys know um sketch card collection he is looking desperately for age of apocalypse characters because they're never drawn like they're very rarely make their ways anywhere into the sketch card world so i absolutely loved the age of apocalypse art Uh, i think that was probably one of the last um story arcs that i collected before yeah. i shifted my attention to other things but uh, i absolutely loved that and uh, the the way they portrayed the characters there and the, the visuals of it were just fantastic i don't know why so many people were one-handed but i think that was yeah <laughs> there there was a horrible horrible one-handed plague that was out yeah. there that people uh, lost a lot of one hands i'm gonna resist the urge to say anything about one-handed after the episode we did with shaggy uh, at the end so. <laughs> was that when blink was introduced age of apocalypse i feel like i that's think the, so right i don't yeah. know i'm looking at her now in your wallpaper and i'm like i'm pretty sure that's the first time we saw blink i love that character such a cool cool concept nightcrawler kind of uh copy or whatever but in a better way kind of like a I, I'm Psylocke, just, Nightcrawler, hybrid. Yes, yes, yes. I'm yes, just yes. kind of looking at your Squirrel Girl from Masterpieces, which is hilarious. Uh, okay, oh, got, so, um, yeah, that's <laughs> where she's holding Tippy. She is. Tippy. So, Tippy, that's it. My, I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite technical piece from the MM20 batch, but my favorite creative overall, and I don't know where it is now, is I did a Tippy in Bullseye cosplay. Yes! I was oh. just about to mention it. Oh, uh, and it was up on eBay for a little bit, but it disappeared. Um, oh, I, yeah, I was surprised that that got approved, but uh, wow. you know, it was like SNM Tippy. I don't know. That's never going to be approved again. <laughs> I mean, that was tippy. awesome. <laughs> wow. Um, it was just so... one of those cards that I was hoping would make it to EPAC and you'd get one of the football or hockey guys cracking it live. So, <laughs> what in the actual f- is this? You <laughs> <laughs> have the progress image and everything up here from uh, the pencils to the ink to the paint. It looks great, man. I think it looks great. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I do have that on Instagram. I just really, that was a fun piece to do. And having live squirrel models, too. <laughs> um, so you, you are into your small furry animals. So I'm, I'm into that my small furry That is such fur- a weird way to bring that up to him, Ian. <laughs> but he is into his small furry <laughs> animal. I mean, how else do I best bring that into the episode? But just you know, <laughs> mention it. I love it. Um but you've 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 posted like pictures on your on on your social media before. So so what what's the key? Do you collect? Do you kind of collect them, or do you home them, or do you? No. So I I I foster baby wildlife by proxy. So okay. my girlfriend's a wildlife rehab rehabber, uh-huh. and uh, you know we'll have a lot of baby animals, mainly of the squirrel and chipmunk variety come spring and then get you know they're either orphaned or injured or whatever so they get raised and then they get released don't want to get too much into it but yeah there's a lot of furries around i love it that's so cool well so so you're there probably the only artist then who has had live squirrel models Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I had a picture. I don't know if it's on Instagram, but I had a picture. It was uh, when I was working at MM20, uh, and it was when I was working on 
I think it's the Venomized Hawk card, which popped up not too long ago. I had a baby chipmunk walking around the table, and um, I took a picture of it because it's like, a, here's my art director oh, for the size of the brush. Yes, yes, that's, that, that rings a bell now. I remember seeing that. I, I have the picture somewhere, so I'll flip it to you if you want. Yeah, no, please um, do, because, you know, anything for the tasting notes for our, for our dear listeners, because believe it, people will be listening to this, folks at home, or wherever you're listening to this. Um, yeah, I do remember seeing that, and I'm, 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 I've always had a mental note to ask you about that, because I never quite understood how there were so many critters in your, in your workspace, and now we know. Yeah, they're, they're not generally in my workspace but every now and then it's like yeah. here hold this guy while i run to the washroom or something so it's like oh here but hey, you want to you want to walk around <laughs> and so they're, they're cute and just they're fun creatures they are did, did do any of them actually sorry I, I, we will move on from this i'm just curious do any of them actually stay you get permanently no. adopt them, or do they all go off into the? No, no, they all go. I mean, there, there's two things. One, it's you know, they're, they're it's wildlife. They're not meant to be pets. Okay. Uh, so you're not gonna keep them. It's one illegal, uh, and two, it's not fair for the animals themselves. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it's rehabilitation. Yeah. So I worked at a, a wildlife rehabilitation in Miami in the Museum of Science, and we did um, uh, actual like we did birds of prey instead so we didn't so we had small mammals and stuff like that people would bring in or whatever but yeah you're not supposed to do keep them or anything like that yeah, I like love my, i'm still finding stuff out about you that i didn't know i told you that didn't i tell you no, that? you didn't tell me this this is brilliant i love this oh, where else have you worked <laughs> no i work it was six years it was six years at the uh, miami museum of science and um, wow. i was i was a wildlife educator and i uh i would um because i was tall so i would I would handle the alligators. So we had like a six foot alligator, 12, 13, whatever crazy size Bernice Python. And, you know, you bring these to kids' birthday parties and talk to them to audiences who are in the museum and you walk them around. So I would have to like grab alligators. Miami, if you don't live in Miami, Florida and don't wrestle an alligator, you don't really live there. That's just or my Aust- opinion. Or Australia. But that's, that's <laughs> or Australia. So, yeah, I used to do that. I, t- I thought I told you that's but now I feel awkward. But no, yes, no, I think it's wonderful that you do that. I think it's fantastic that you keep I think that's a great guy. Me like this. I think After that's really cool. Of marriage. <laughs> you can still surprise me. He meant nothing to me. I swear, it was just a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a feeling that Dre might have frozen. No, no, he's he's back. Oh, he's moving. Again. He'd frozen in a certain like he was looking a bit like what's going on, and he'd frozen for quite a long time. Um, it's which, very cool that you do that. To say to, just to say, I think it's very cool that you guys do that. It's very tough. It's very tough. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. So, do you? So, on your. Uh, on your when you do this work for the set so obviously you've done masterpieces you did you did two waves of that um how do you uh, it must be quite a juggling act because you know you've you mentioned you work in in digital marketing and you've, you've also got an office so you've got a commitment to that so how, how do you kind of juggle it all you know what are the biggest issues with that biggest challenges i guess uh time <laughs> right so yeah that's the big one because um especially since you know like I'm not trying to rush the cards as much as I can. Uh, sometimes you have no choice because you know they're due tomorrow, so just bang out as many. But um, I, yeah, I just try to balance it out. So I'll work in the evenings on um, card stuff and commissions, and then during the day do my work stuff. 
and just try to figure it out. <laughs> and on the seventh day, he rested. No, on the seventh day, I'm back in the office doing a podcast. (laughs) And then I'm probably going to stream after this. Oh, okay. Um, Got to finish that Craven piece I started the other day. Okay. Um, Nice. Yeah, so that's really just a matter of balancing it. And like right now, I have two non-Marvel sets and three Marvel sets that are supposed to be coming in imminently. So I don't know how I'm going to figure that out. But okay. And this, this is stuff that we may not know about or officially know about just yet. So you That's right. So I can't tell you what they are. So uh, in terms of... So there are two sets that are coming out that I worked on. One of them's Ages, which, you know, it's yeah. the, eventually that will pop up we've been waiting ages for it yeah it's been ages. <laughs> i can't help um, yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's just too it's easy it's part of the title I can't do it <laughs> and then there's there's another one that i don't that's been announced but i can't officially fair enough say that i worked on fair enough um, don't want to get anyone into barney rubble <laughs> yeah good uh, and then you got some others coming down the pipe yeah so there's three more no, so there's one more set that's done. I don't know when it's going to be announced. Three more sets that are in the works, which haven't been officially announced, I don't think. People have talked about them, but I don't think I've ever seen an official announcement. Ah. I have to say, if um, if Travis mentioned it on our podcast, I think you can count that as an official announcement, but there were a couple that he alluded but to. But I can't officially say that. I've no, yeah, you can't them. officially say it. It was more of a more of a t- to Norin. We'll have to have a game of wink, guess wink. the set. Yeah, we'll to, <laughs> or guess the set. Yeah, uh, winks. Winks are a great audio technique. I find. It's amazing. The audiences always really, really enjoy it. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, I love a bit of a wink. Did you say wink? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, you get that vowel in the wrong place. It's a disaster, especially on a podcast. Um, can I just what what? Because I'm looking at it and I've been I've been fingering it since we started talking. Yikes! Um, that, that's yikes. Uh, can we like time out yikes. for a second? Excuse me. Excuse me. What? What? What did I say? What did I say? Um, I thought this was PG. You're um, this was you're PG. Amazing. And then Ian Rue. It. You're amazing. Oh. Excuse me. Oh. Excuse me. We could have just sailed through that, but you chose to chop up the waters. Um, we have this amazing um, Ian as as Modoc. Modoc, yes. For me last year, so thank you for this. I've been it's been it's been sat here waiting for me to sort out my storage in this uh, <laughs> disaster of a loft area that I've got here because it's as messy as anything at the moment. Um, and I absolutely I absolutely love that. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was a blast. That's one of those. It is. I'll put it on the tasting notes. It's it. It actually genuinely scared my wife and child. So um, I. Well, then my I've mission is accomplished. You yeah, know, if I can't scare little children, to not, to not show that again. Um, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm showing it to my daughter, and she was like, "Do you like it?" She's like, "No." Let's go downstairs. <laughs> Immediately changes the subject. Um, do you? Did you? Um, because I know a couple of artists did, which was a crazy thing. Start to slip in because we obviously have this crossover now with 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 groups and with the fact that you obviously interact with a lot of people and you, you interact with them a lot on the stream as well. Do you, did you ever start slipping any of the them into your sets in any way? Because I know a couple of artists has. I'm just curious, really. I did no right or wrong about it. No, it just I don't know. It never really 
occurred to me. I mean, I offered Norin, but you know, he doesn't really answer my messages, which is okay. What? You never That's reply. unfair. Well, they had a power okay. outage to his to his to his, to his credit. So. Wait, what 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 was I supposed to do again? No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just <laughs> he's pulling you like that. I'm like uh, shit. Did I miss something? You know, I mean. <laughs> If someone wants to be in it, they want to message me if I can squeeze them in. Sure. I just never really thought of it. I mean, um, I use photo reference for almost everything I do just to get for the anatomy. Uh, yeah. A lot of it is me. Uh, some of them are my business partner and a lot of some of it is just going to be like a combination of this guy with yeah. stock images or whatever. Like I have... So I'm looking what I have up for, what is this, Infinity War? Mm -hmm. On EPAC now, that's Thanos, that's me. Oh, let's have um, a look at this. Have to check that out. Uh, well, based on me in terms of the hand and the facial expression, uh -huh. the Black Panther is my business partner. Um, <laughs> and I actually think Hela is me as well. That's you good. make a good Hella. Oh, I can see that in the Thanos, actually. Yeah, you've got the chin for it. Yeah, because I had a I had a big bushy goatee at the time. I'm like, oh, this is perfect, right? So that's take a picture in the bathroom. Lock <laughs> that down. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, business partners, partners in. Oh, I love it. I love it. Brilliant. Yeah, and he, I, I think he's in premiere. Let me see. How do I go back on this? Why can't I go back? Um, yeah, my business partner posts for a couple of things. And it's just primarily for the lighting and the way yeah. things rank. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much about the physique, because I, I think yeah, I have yeah, a fairly yeah. good understanding of the anatomy to bulk yeah. somewhat up or whatever. But it's just about the lighting. Oh, uh, I love that. Amazing. Amazing. So what's... um? Obviously, you've been at this for probably best part of coming up four years now in terms of the Marvel sets. What's your biggest kind of learning curve, I guess, in terms of how collectors respond, how the hobby is, you know, the stuff that you've seen in the groups? I'm most curious to, on your perspective on things because you, you kind of, you have a great, um, you're not kind of in the mosh pit if you like with right. stuff, but you kind of, you, you are, you are, there is this symbiosis between yourself and the people who, who dig sketch cards and obviously um, shout out commissions and, and things like that from, from the audience, I guess, in terms of, um, you know, the, the comments and things like that. I guess I'm, I'm always curious to know what, what, what's been the biggest, biggest sort of thing that you've, you've picked up or what do you just find interesting? Well, what's interesting, I think a lot of the sketch card artists will say is that, some cards that you do that you're like, eh, you know, or whatever, just get massive, massive um, reactions. And it's just because, you know, either you're looking when you're creating it, you're looking to put something together and you're focused on, you know, a technique or a specific look or something that may not resonate to someone that just looking at it directly. <clears throat> and a lot of times there's some cards that I've done that didn't come out the way I envisioned them. So I personally wasn't you know like oh i absolutely love this card and it's kind of my best work but then it goes to market and people are just like this is fantastic because they don't know what you actually meant to do mm -hmm. so you know it, it's very easy to kind of get in your own head and 
get lost in, you know, are people going to like this? Is this going to, you know, sometimes, and every artist does this, whether they say so or not, they go on eBay to see what their stuff sells for. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of a nice little, oh, (laughs) you did good, right? Uh, But it doesn't matter. It really, really doesn't matter. And I keep on trying to tell myself that none of this stuff matters. It's, um, you know, people are, some people are going to like your stuff. Some people are not. It's artists are subjective, different styles. Um, you know, like I know for the longest time I haven't been doing backgrounds. Um, and I liked that clean white look. But I know generally most collectors do want the background. That's feedback that I've had from people because... The, the community is so great and so tight and neat and there's so many of you guys that I talk to on a usual basis and you know I have no problem saying hey you know you know my art whether you like it or not doesn't really matter but you know how do you think I could improve or what would you like to see as I keep on doing this in order for be for it to be the, something that resonates with you more you know some people may have very specific requirements so people would just say hey you know if you start doing backgrounds or more detailed backgrounds or uh, try to do more than one character i really like that or you know just just take that as not criticism but just take it as feedback and try to adapt it into what i'm creating and you know some of the things don't apply or it's like okay i can't i don't work that way or i don't create that style um but it's not it's not negative and you know, and, I, and I've said it, I, I don't think I've ever publicly said it, but every now and then you'll see people bashing art, right, on, on, on groups, whether it's collectors or, you know, the odd time an artist bashing another artist. And I, you know, I'll say it, I don't like all styles. Nobody does. Mm. Um, and like the whole anime style, the manga style that... Um, uh, Japanese, Chinese, Korean type of thing. I don't, I don't get it, right? But I appreciate the line work. I appreciate the composition. I appreciate the color of it. Yeah. If I was collecting, I'll probably not go after an anime style graphic. I'll go mm-hmm. m- more towards something more painterly, like uh, like Ash Gonzalez type things or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you know, doesn't mean that. I will ever knock the art or knock the um, the creativity and the process that goes behind it because it's subjective. And I think a lot too. of yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of artists, and it's hard not to. And I've I've got sucked into it before when you're looking at something and you're like, ah, oh, man, that's so much better than mine, or it's so much different. I wish I could do that. Can't think like that because. You know, there's so many different styles and there's an audience for everything. Um, just, you know, do what you do and do the best as you, like the best you can. Beautifully right. said. No, you're absolutely right. No, that's wonderful, man. I, I, I think the biggest problem we see in the group sometimes is, audi- is artists having that insecurity and trying to, how can I get this exactly what people want? And I don't think that's ever been the right approach, like you said. You know what I mean? And I do think having the multiple different styles is wonderful. I mean, you can take an artist like Katie Cook, right? 
when she first came out on the scene, you had just been coming from comic book artists doing black and white pieces, Mm -hmm. very true to comic book style art. And then Katie Cook came on the scene during the Rittenhouse years and was doing cartoon cutesy stuff. And everybody had an opinion about that. And then one collector was like, this is my shit. (laughs) I need this in my life. Exactly. And I'm doing it. And I'm not joking to you. I came a little bit later because th- these are the stories I've heard. I look at Katie Cook stuff. And I'm like, I need a Katie Cook in my collection. Like I do. And I still want one. I still want a Katie Cook surfer flying as cutesy and everything as it is, which I, I'm just obsessed with because I'm like, this is so different and so unique and so special that you can only get with her. And I think when I see artists do similar things to what you do, trying different things for different sets, having a theme, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, we've talked about this, Dre. I love clean because I come from the website graphic design background, too, where I like design and composition. I love the the minimalistic. I like things being brought to the foreground by very de- various design elements. Like um, one of the biggest sketch card artists, like um, a car, right? A car has probably one of the biggest followings around sketch card mm-hmm. artist wise, like NAR and so forth. And my favorite pieces from her are the ones that are minimalistic and very fashion design composition for the women. Like, you know what I mean? It feels very deco. It feels very kind of purposeful in this graphic design kind of element. And I'm obsessed with those. But when she does the full color and stuff, they're gorgeous. They're detailed. They're, they're very cool scenes, but that's not me. Yeah. It's not your jam. And that's fine. That's exact. See, that's what, that's what I'm, what I think you said so beautifully is that, some collectors sometimes get hung up on things because they buy a box and it's not what they wanted. You know what I mean? And I understand that, but taste change, people collect different things. And I think it's just really awesome that you guys are doing what you're doing. I just, yeah, you know, I think it was JD and I talked to JD a lot. He's been, he's like my, like, sketch card bff right <laughs> it's a little weird uh but he's been great he's just such a good guy and there's a couple of other guys that i talk to on a regular basis um and he's he's just you know hey i like this i don't like this and he'll say why or why doesn't you know what what his opinion is and i totally value it and it's not a taking it as an insult in any ways because except everything's a little different and um are you guys using the video for this? So are you going to cut out this part? Uh, no, we weren't. We weren't planning okay. to. But yeah, yeah. We can like okay, take a so. screenshot and put it in the tasting notes. No. No. Okay. No. 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 That's fine. It's just whether. Um, so what I'm going to show you here. This is private collection stuff, but um, in terms of trying different things. So what uh, going back to what I was saying, I was talking about a JD is what I said is like, what I really ultimately want to do is build a brand for my art, mm. whether you like it or not to be that. I know that if a collector pulls one of my cards, it's either going to be something like, Hey, this is really cool. I want to keep it or, Hey, this is really cool. Not my style. I know I can probably trade it for something I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if, if I can achieve that, I'm good. I don't, 
don't want to be, I mean, I don't want to be, everybody wants to be like the most sought after <laughs> name in the business, uh, but that's not, uh, that's not a goal. So, well, not a goal, not, not really a target. So if I do like, this is a, can you see this? Yeah. Okay. So, oh. right. And all I'm showing here is diversity of style. Mm -hmm. Now these won't be on the tasting notes, folks, because we're not. We're not. <laughs> so this is the same set, but, and I thought about this as I was doing them. If somebody pulls this one, mm -hmm. right? Wow! And they see that, and then they, I was actually worried about it, and then they buy a pack and they pull this. The my debate is: Are they decent cards? Yes, but it's such different styles yeah. that they're going to resonate to different people. Yeah, they will. I love that. And, and it's, yeah, I mean, I think everything the, in between. <laughs> set title redacted. I think they will be very, very happy to get those when they pull those cards from whichever medium oh, they're released in. <laughs> hell yeah! I mean, that's like one of the best. Uh, character redacted yeah really i mean seriously under that, that that really crazy looks good really crazy look good and i do think that's really it's funny how you've topped into those two specific styles right because i understand your thinking those are the two styles that are being sought after right the very clean line work character pj type of like Ask very clean anatomy and everything like that, very structured pose. And then you get the other one, which is very painterly, Palumbo, beautiful kind of like rendition portrait. I think that's a really clever two distinction styles that you're picking for that set. That's going to work out really nice in your favor. I think they're seriously, they look good. Yeah, really good. Thanks. And I'm not, I'm not looking for. No, no, no. I know yeah, that. I just you approve, but no, 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 no. no, no, no. I mean, you, that's why you're paying me the big bucks. So I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think I think it's interesting that the 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 approach. Yeah, you, know, you need to be the best you in terms of what's going on. Otherwise, you know, it, you know, I, I'd love to be a Fred Ian, but I'm not French and I can't paint, so I can't do that. So I, you know, I do other things, um, but. Um, He's a beautiful man, and he does wonderful artwork. And would I love to own one of his pieces? Yes. But the interesting thing I is, is that work. he, yeah, and that's the thing. If you pull Fred in, it's a marker of quality, okay? But one thing I've noticed in the last year, 18 months, almost two years since, you know, we became aware of you and we've connected and, you know, become uh, BFFs, is that... Um, your work is now seen as as a marker. So if you pull um, an an Orsh sketch, it, it is a certain level of quality, and it's regarded at being a certain level of quality. And I do see that that barometer has has moved. That needle has moved, and I've seen people say as much on the EPAC chat. And I know JD's on the EPAC chat a hell of a lot more than me. I think he lives there, quite frankly. Um, but but he, you know he will obviously seen that as well. And I think I think that's a really good kind of situation to get to a uh, position to, to be in in that um doesn't matter who the character is if you've got a sketch by that artist it's a certain yardstick 
and it will command a certain value in trading or, you know, a respect amongst the people who, you know, or pride amongst the people who want to show it and flex because it's part of their collections. And, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good mountain to keep climbing. Yeah, and so not not the target goal, but you know, I'm not gonna not gonna get upset over it. You'll take it. You'll take <laughs> yeah, it. I'll, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. That's okay, right. fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm I'm happy to have an early dray in my collection. One day I'll have a mid-period dray in my collection. Who knows what future period dray yeah. will look like? So um, maybe that's the target that you're aiming for. Maybe. You're for it, but uh, but yeah, maybe one, one day we could do a silver surfer. <sighs> oh, dray. I'm going to get it too. The first time you do it, man, that's going to be owned and done. I'm going to find that sucker. I know, dude, it's, it has to be coming soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Think, right. With all the licensing shifting and I mean, not to get into the nerd verse too much, but all the stuff that they're hinting at in WandaVision. Get into the oh, nerd dude. Going. I'm one oh. episode behind on that, but I'm absolutely I, loving it. Absolutely I'm not going to say anything because I know a lot of people oh. are like, I even I was trying to wait till it's over and just binge it in a, on a Saturday, but you can't. There's just so you much. You can't. Because then you like, <laughs> Friday comes along, you're like, oh man, I know Everyone's it's there. Everyone's talking about it. I can't <laughs> go on the internet. I mean, like, I work in entertainment. I can't not see the press releases that come yep. from disney and all the publication stuff like there's no escaping it like okay, i gotta watch it and it's really good i'm really i didn't think i was gonna enjoy it as much as i am it's fun it's really fun yeah. i mean the thing you can say about marvel and what they're doing with wandavision is that they're doing something so fun and cheeky you know what i mean it's like it's very it's very like they're going to have fun with the themes. They're going to have fun with this idea and they're going to take it all the way regardless. And they're I thought, I thought that it. was great. Yeah, they're, they're smart. They did. They had a, really a good, good way. Yeah. They're just very creative, very, very interesting show what they're doing there. But yeah, cosmically and all this stuff, things are definitely showing up. Funko pops are being made of this stuff. You know, all the licensors who have like the merchandise and stuff, things are being done now that weren't before. So the fantastic four properties are like, they're coming up, so hopefully soon that'd be cool. Hey, hopefully here's soon. A, here's a question: So when 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 uh, your boy is back in my boy and on on the on the allowed list, um, do you kind of run like headfirst naked into the surf and get a piece from everyone, or are you going to hold your powder back? <laughs> and no, I just got this image of you running screaming into the it. sea, just like you know, bits <laughs> waving everywhere, just like yes, take Water me now. On me. Um, Take yeah, your, me. Your gold, your gold <laughs> cosmic gold. energy, you just yeah. Um, <laughs> just with, with or without your surfboard under your arm, um, do you? Uh, are you going to like uh, uh, get APs or are you going to go for pack pull? I'm just curious on this because it's been quite a while. So you know, it has been a while. It has been a while. Um, I think it's going to have to depend on the set. Like if there's a set that's more focused on. Fantastic Four, Surfer, Cosmic, whatever they end up doing. If that ends up happening, if it's possible, because I don't have a lot of money, so I can't, you know, you guys know me. You know what I mean? I don't I don't have a lot of cash. Everything that I do has to come like, 
I have to be very specific about my wants. You know what I mean? Because like everyone charges an arm and a leg for surfer stuff. So it's not like, like spot is amazing. You know what I mean? I can love spot day and night and do whatever the hell I want. Cause no one <laughs> gives a shit about spot. <laughs> you know? Ouch, so, damn spot. I can live the best me with that character and be totally fine. Um, but like for surfer, I'm fighting two or three other collectors who are super nice, who I know them. Um, and they're very good people, but like, you know, we all want the good stuff and it's, it's very hard to find it. You know what I mean? Like a surfer sketch just came up on eBay and the guy wants 300 for it. And it's something that would usually be like a 75, $65 sketch if he was around, you know what I mean? Not that it's not pretty and worth the $300 mark. Yeah. I think it's actually very gorgeous. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a little mm-hmm. biased, but, um, you know, I, I gotta be careful where I go. I was doing APs when I first got in the game. And when I did sketch card hive, I was getting APs from people and doing artist highlights and everything, but mm. I got cashed out. I couldn't, you know what I mean? I couldn't keep up with the Joneses. I, I like kept looking at my cards. It's like, oh shit, I have this AP here, but then there's this pack pool thing that I never would have had access to until this right. collector who's been holding it for like ten years decided to freaking you know sell it. So then I'm like, damn, well I have to sell this because I have nothing else to sell anyway. So yeah, so when it comes and me running into the ocean with my surfboard and hitting the big waves of a <laughs> cosmic galaxy. <laughs> my Skyrider self, I will definitely go Chrome Dome and uh, 100% be chasing things for sure. I don't know what I'm going to be chasing, but I, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. It's like coming back from a holiday. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to come back to work and I'll be like, oh, yeah. God. So and I know surfer. you. There'll be certain artists you'll definitely be focusing on. <sighs> I, 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 oof. Yeah, they might not know who they are yet. You'll see who's on the sets and just no. And that's exactly it. Like, I have no idea who I would be chasing. Like the people I would want to have are just going to be the ones that are right in my wheelhouse design wise. But luckily, Dre, well, because like Dre does the like Dre did those. um, He couldn't do one of Surfer and Galactus. But like, I think I told you this. I loved the two card one with the monocolor and the big baddie. And then the good oh, guys. Yeah. The oh. RGB collection. <laughs> oh, RGB, that's it. That's, that's it. it. So well the blob I'm, is up on EPAC. Well, I'm so I don't understand how this works because I did these three red, green, and blue dual card puzzles. And I don't understand how the puzzle thing works on EPAC because they do work standalone, mm-hmm. but I figured that they would be sent as a puzzle. Right, so I know one of the physical reds popped up at the beginning when MM came out, and that's yeah. Omega Red and Wolverine. And these are all homages, right? So I think the Blob one is Liefeld. Um, mm. can't, can't remember what they are of hand now, but they're all homages where I took the cards and did a mono, like a yeah. monochrome. Liefeld and McFarlane, it says on the back of the one I'm looking at. Right, yeah. so Blob, and then this is the bottom part of that is Cable. Okay. It is Cable. Yeah, it's Cable. Um, there's the Omega Red and Wolverine one, and then there's one with Hulk and HOA Wolverine, mm-hmm. um, which I think is the blue, the green one. Yeah, Hulk green. Yeah. Yes. Um, I haven't seen any of that pop up. I don't know. Maybe they're sitting somewhere, but I'm a little a little disappointed, for lack of better words, that they're not being presented as puzzles. I wish they would have been. It's a shame. And I don't know if it's because I didn't put one of one and two and two in a bag. I, I don't know what the process is there. There's yeah, no real because there are puzzles being pulled. 
and they're on there. You like can scroll through the list, and there's yeah. two and three parts. You know, Brandon Warren did a four-part Magneto. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how that works, but I know hopefully... It looks good, though. Like, I love that kind of, like, sketchy tone. I love that. That Like, I don't know. Like, and, like, what was he saying? Like, I don't know who I'm going to hunt, but I'm definitely going to... It's definitely going to be purely taste and not, like... Mm stature you know what i mean like i've had a long time to collect like certain artists in my set that i you know really my set was like oh i'm i'm getting this because this artist actually worked on a silver surfer comic book line you know what i mean like that's how i've curated it like it's all been like comic book artists Mm -hmm. who's had some kind of like historical thing with surfer and like yeah that's those are the ones i'm spending a lot of money on and and time chasing degrees of kevin bacon right like uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I can touch what they've touched. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can totally put my wetsuit on and be the surfer. Like, that's obviously what I'm going for, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. But it's de- but Ian's right. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be the whole, like, once I see who I really like, it's going to be a chase for sure. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have such fun. You're gonna have. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a headache. If that uh, black and silver movie ever takes place, you know you're gonna get. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm probably gonna have to leave the hobby that year (laughs) 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 because it will either be that or I will be single. Um, But no. um, So when? So when the the shackles are off on that kind of corner of the universe, Dre, what are you most looking forward to having a crack at? You know, in that terms of that. Hmm? Apocalypse. <sighs> like, you know, Silver Surfer, it's cool aesthetic. You know, I, I like that. I mean, but Apocalypse is just such a... It's your wheelhouse, awesome. isn't it? It's mm-hmm. such a fun character aesthetically. You can do so many different things because you can do the nice, clean, mechanical look or you can do the really organic kind of horror look to him. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Like, Silver Surfer, he, he's shiny, right? Mm-hmm. There, yeah. There's, like, if he's not shiny, it's not Silver Surfer. So, the, you know, the, stylistically, you could draw him in different ways, but the way you render the color, it, it's got to yeah, be yeah. shiny. But right. someone like Apocalypse, there's so many different ways of doing it. Um <sighs> Same thing with uh, Nightcrawler, which would be really nice to see. I love Nightcrawler sketches. He can They're be always such so cool. a. Yeah, he could be cute. He could be innocent, or he could be this, you know, creature of the night that's going to eat. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I like about Toad too from X-Men. Like, I feel like sometimes I see really cool toads because like, sometimes I feel people do like the classic human toad features or whatever. And then people are like yeah. warts and all this kind yeah. of more horror stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a nice break from the men in tights. I like doing I all the, this is the superhero stuff and like kind of the, the two sets, the indie sets, one of which is, what do you say? Is a Perna set. Oh, nice. That's what I can say. Um, it, it's uh, a really cool. nice break from, not that I don't like drawing the big masculine men and the pretty women. It's just, it's, it's a nice break from, from that style. Yeah. And the other one, I can't really say what it is, but it's also not the superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. um, it's, so it is very nice and it's a nice change of pace, but to be able to bring that in or some more of those characters into 
the Marvel type of world. And I did try to do not so much in masterpieces, but in kind of the in ages and some of the sets that are haven't been out yet. Some more obscure, weird characters, which mm. I know for the most part aren't going to appeal to a lot of people. Uh, because nobody knows who they are, but the guys that know who they are may really, really, hopefully like it. I tell you, I tell you who obscure character-wise for me that I've never seen pop up. I mean, not massively obscure, but you need to know your Spider-Man is Gene DeWolf. Who? <laughs> I exactly. think that proves your point. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But no, but it's one of those. It, but it is a deep cut in the same way that some of the you know people always go deep cuts on X Men and Avengers, but Spider Man deep cuts tend to be less of those about. I don't see see as many of those, um, and that's definitely a deep cut. Um, but no, Death of Jean DeWolf was the storyline that introduced the Sin Eater, and she was a police captain in the. Um, oh. So she actually, but she was a character. You know, she was a character elsewhere uh, before that. No, I wouldn't say she had a massive exposure but she was a known character so much so that you had a storyline where she you know her death kicked off the whole kind of thing but sin eater has had some good um <laughs> exposure in recent years what we've been being in ultra spider-man um uh, but yeah but no I, I i love the deep cuts but yeah you're right they only appeal to kind of a very finite right uh, and there was one that popped up i think it was yesterday in epac it was a dupe I mean, yes and people yes. like who like who's the pickle right yeah. what's the pickle <laughs> yeah um but yeah th- th- there's i have dupe in ages so i can talk about ages i'm just trying to look at what's obscure here oh, i can't remember this guy's name it's one of the mutants and he's got like a face guard and it's like all flames inside oh not, not really cha- obscure. No, not chamber is it no uh, no 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 not, not chamber no. um i have dupe i have the i can't remember the name the little there's um, two kid mutants. One's green, one's pink. Oh, yeah. Uh, little children. That's like, in the animated series, I think. I think there was like an episode with the underground mutants where those two kids are in there. I love yeah, that. Yeah, they're brothers. They're insanely powerful, but they're little kids. And I have, I can't remember their names now. Um, I have one of them. He's just holding a Wolverine and a Spider-Man action figure. Which I didn't Aww. think was going to get approved, but it did get approved. And <laughs> the other obscure one is uh, No Girl, which is a floating brain in a tube, in a jar. <gasps> Sounds like the Steve Martin film, Dr. Ha-Ha-Ha-Ha. And I think I posted these <laughs> a couple of weeks ago because I posted some. I'll go and have a look. Ages. I'll go and have a look. I love it. I love it. I love. I love these obscure ones. It's just I never. I never seem to. I never seem to recognize them. <laughs> I think oh, that's yeah. why I'm like, no one ever knows my obscure characters. Yeah, like w- <laughs> what's with the floating brain? Oh, and yeah. Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Oh, Spider Ham. <laughs> I mean, Spider Ham. You know, Spider Ham. I'd like to think would have had a resurgence with or without the Spider Verse. <laughs> Spider Ham is is just brilliant. I mean, Peter Porker. It's, I mean, come on. It, it works on so many levels. Yeah, like a little six-year-old's running around with a little Peter Porker doll, and you know the four-year-old saying, "But it's equal opportunities. In fact, kids can be Spider-Man. Everybody can be Spider-Man. Yeah, anybody. Well, now they can with Spider-Verse. It was, you know, yeah. it was, you know, it's probably the uh, the equal opportunities approach to um, to make you know Spider-Verse. That means anyone can be Spider-Man. Whatever right. they like, mm. yeah. Even us. You can stick to walls, right, Nori? Uh, where do you think I am now, sir? He's hanging upside down. Computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's married to big. 
Spider pig does whatever a spider pig does. Uh, <laughs> thank you, the Simpsons movie, for giving us that. Oh, um, so outside of your card sets, what's your what's your what's your plan for world domination in terms of your artwork, Dre? Are you gonna are you gonna ever kind of branch out, maybe get more creator owned stuff going on? Any any right, a, lot so- people, a lot of people seem to do comics as well. Have you ever got any inklings on that front? Yeah, so what are, you know, talking about goals and I've all seen people saying, oh, here's my goal for the year, my plan. I was like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> um, so what what I decided is kind of this year is to really try to really hone in on my craft and really improve. And the, there's two parts of it. One is get the visuals to where I think is the best work that I can do, but also speed things up. And I've mentioned that before, like, I think I spent 300 hours on the first batch of Marvel Masterpieces. Um, and that just because you know, COVID and what else I was going to do, that or be miserable. Um, so I had no problem spending the time. Um, but it does seem like a lot of time investment for um, for the product. So I'm trying to get faster as I build a portfolio of larger pieces and hopefully break to a little bit more commercial work at one point. I mean, that would be kind of that that'd be great to <clears throat> going back to what you know what you're saying before is like where how do i balance work with the sketch card stuff if i could get into some commercial work on the painting side that will provide a much better balance because if i could you know paint nine to five a day or two a week yeah if your art becomes more of your work then ex- exactly i mean yeah. it's great it's great as a hobby it's great as a learning um medium and um you know nobody's well not nobody most people are making a living off sketch cards for various reasons but if you look at in a sense that this is an investment in yourself in terms of your skill and your craft you know it makes it easier to swallow spending three hours doing a a sketch card right because i could take a painting class at the local gallery when things open or the michaels or the art store and pay you know thirty dollars a week go do three hours painting pears and cherries or you know i could just do by myself spend three hours painting wolverine or something like that maybe the growth process won't be as fast as having an instructor sit there and tell you exactly what to do but you um you discover a lot more and learn a lot yeah. more as you make the mistakes and kind of figuring it out yourself. Yeah. So if I can get to the commercial phase and I've been doing, uh, I've been very um, fortunate to have quite a few people reach out to me in the last few months for commissions, like non-licensed stuff. So oh, I've done a lot of PSCs. Um, some of the people, when I have no sets and I'm just kind of working on my PSCs, um, they, most of them sell fairly quickly. And I'm not looking to make a profit or, you know, kind of finance a new car off of these things. But it is a little bit um, reassuring and comforting that, you know, there is a support there. There's a little bit of financial incentive to do the custom non-AP stuff. So I've done like the PSCs. Uh, if you watch the streams, like the um, the larger yes. Five, yes. Uh, Captain America piece, which, you know, again... It, it, it is a commission, and it is going to go to someone or the um, this one, which that's that's actually Raven. Pat King. 
Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's Pat, the best. I love that. But just the, the investment is the, the focus is not on trying to sell a piece. It's just trying to figure out the best way to do it and yeah. uh, optimal time. Um, you know, I worked a little bit, not work, contributed just because they asked if anyone wants to contribute with Sean Forney, who's a sketch guard guy as well. Mm. Uh, mm. He's done tons of stuff, but he's also a comic book creator, writer, publisher. So yeah. I submitted some stuff to one of his Kickstarters and kind of getting a little bit more involved with some of the indie press guys um, for multiple parts. One is, you know, to help them if I can, if I can provide a piece of art that would help their Kickstarter in any way. Yeah. Um, and also to reach a different audience, right? Because it's totally different groups of people. Like there's yes. the comic book guys, there's the sketch card guys in the comic space. Then, you know, that, that split into Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Star Trek, all the other things. Then there's the comic book guys that collect sketch covers. And it seems to be like church and state, like you're either one or the other. So as I have time, I will get into sketch covers because I've been hoarding them. Oh, <laughs> I've been hoarding sketch covers like crazy, but I haven't actually done one. Smart uh, though. <laughs> so when when yeah. things when things do open up a bit more, and everyone's had a little bit of a prick, you know that hopefully will 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 return life to some semblance of of normality. Do you? Um, I don't know if you did before actually, but is is doing cons and doing shows and that kind of networking is that something that is in your wheelhouse to do? I, I've never done it before. Like I've been to cons from the like last time I went to a con just for myself, I must have been like sixteen. And it was like oh, yeah. a fan expo, which is that like Toronto equivalent of uh Comic Con. I think it's the same company that runs it, they call Fan Expo here. And that was just me going to kind of walk the floor and mm. geeking out. I've covered Fan Expo several times on the media side, so with a press badge, mm-hmm. which I have to say is a fantastic experience. If you can ever get a press badge to one of these <laughs> events, it's like the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, there's That's 700 so cool. people lying to me, Todd McFarlane. Oh, you have a press badge? Go ahead, chat, right? <laughs> Things oh, like that. Awesome. Uh, but I've never done... Um, uh, I've never actually done anything in the artwork. Because like I said before, I've totally went away from a visual arts path yeah. Yeah. I, my early 20s so i never really considered considered it now as things open up again i'll probably i'll see what it's all about i'm not sure that it's necessarily my thing mm. i don't know yet i don't know but maybe there's tons of little cons like you know at the, the flea market yeah. I get the look community. Just, you know, you know, A7 on Artist's Alley, you know, you'd be there with your little little display and your little backdrop <laughs> and your, yeah. your sketch covers all nicely done and that loads of PSCs. Awesome. Now, the only reason I mention it is because we have Michael Munchau on and he, he, I say used to, but he still would be, yeah. you know, but for not for 2020, um, do quite a lot of those. And I just remember seeing them there and it just suddenly occurred to me to ask. Um, it'd be quite fun seeing you guys there because the one time we had Sean Forney, very very briefly on the show he was at a con right next to jay lynn and, right 
and they literally like handed the phone over to each other and it was it was the most ridiculous um thing to try and attempt to do a podcast well you weren't even on it because you couldn't attend that one you drew you you pulled out so it was just me uh speaking to jay lynn and sean and it was it was (laughs) was a blast to listen to it was it was yeah it was just i was just so i I was a i was i was really nervous because it was fairly early on and we'd not really spoken to any um well, I mean, we've done two interviews. One of them was Dave DeVries, which went really well. And he kind of carried us a bit, I think, because uh, he's done those before. Uh, so and, and one of them we never released because it was just just not good. Because uh, the wife... <laughs> no, you remember we had all those Wi-Fi issues with it? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it was technical So, so this is so only we... the third time I ever spoke to them, and they were at a con. And you know he was like he was like he's there and there's people willing to pay him money and he's having to talk to me. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that again because it's not fair on the person who's standing there trying to engage with that artist. But uh, but yeah, so maybe one day. Well, um, yeah, I, I have to look at the economics of it. Like it's it's kind of hard not to put on my day job hat when you start looking oh, of at course. dollars yeah. and then like bust open Excel and start crunching some numbers to see what the ROI is. Mm. Uh, if it's KPIs, there. whether they're revenue-led or not. May I say? Well, exactly, right? It's it's all about the returns, about how measurable results, right? Mm. Exactly, um, yeah. So, we've, we've if shit... Just a bit marketing there on your knowing, sorry. No, yeah. no, no, it's good. I, I totally understand everything that's going on right now. I'm and, aware. Uh, yeah, it, it just depends on what the cost is. Right? I mean, uh, doing what I do professionally, I have access to really, really favorable print prices. Yeah. So, you know, printing awesome. banners and prints like that, that's really not a factor, but travel and the booking fees and, of course, you know, yeah. I, 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 I remember I did look into getting a table at Fan Expo, just kind of get a sense of what it's like. And I think it was 750 for the weekend for the table. Okay. And just doing quick math with the parking, gas, meals, and whatever, I was going to be like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars in the hole just going there. Mm. So, trying to do the math as to what do I need to sell to break even, and then to actually justify three days of my life, mm. right? So, yeah. I don't know, still need to run those numbers. Right? So that's like. You know, like I look at things maybe from a slightly different point of view because of my marketing analytical background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to just evaluate the ROI and see, you know, mm-hmm. and and not necessarily the direct financial return on it. It's like, okay, what's the long term sure. effect of doing this? Like the word yeah. of mouth, the impression based type, mm-hmm. uh, the value of it, right? So yeah. To yeah. answer your question, I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe one day, maybe one day. You know, I've often, what I've always wanted, because Greg does this on the Rebel Base Card podcast, or we had done it before, is he'd gone to cons and he'd recorded so much content for his for his show, just going around, you know, just little 10, 15 minute mm-hmm. snippets for people. Um, and I've, I always hope that one day Norrin and I will be able to do that at one of these cons and just get some quick audio with people and just, you know, and actually just set up a table there and just record. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to be SDCC, you know, it could be a big, smaller one, but, but even the smaller ones in the circuit over there tend to have, um, 
um, you know, pretty decent level creators who at some point would have touched into cards, as we heard from when we spoke to uh, Bob Budiansky. So many of those guys who were working on comic books in the 90s actually ended up doing some of the cards as well, just because it was their characters, you know. So, um, you know, I'd love to do that. I'd love to set up a little podcast booth and just, you know, have people stop by and we can, we can then go out with our roving microphones and record stuff. We'd have a blast. Oh, we'd have a trip. That'd be the best time ever. No, I'd I would love it. Love I'm sure it will in the future too. I'm sure yeah. when Upper Deck starts doing shows and things get a little different, you know, we might yeah. be invited here and there, or, well, you know, there might be an opportunity of somewhat where Ian and I can get together when things are back to normal because we've Hopefully. never met you see that's the thing you know you, yeah. you guys need to start reaching out to the publicity departments of all the publishers because it's a whole different ball game oh yes oh, that'd be nice because right. you don't need to necessarily be invited you just need to say hey if you're here mm-hmm. come see us and that just opens the door right oh yes oh yeah that'll definitely <laughs> the, the shopping list of how to approach that and get content <laughs> Uh, will 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 certainly be done. I'm I'm speaking of Writing content. This is down. this is an absolute this is an absolute blast. I, I like I said, you know, we've been meaning to have you on for such a long time now, and uh, um, I'm just glad our listeners can finally hear all about you. How about you, brother? <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me on, guys. No, no, thank I you. I think we might have run over the allotted. No, we're about right. We're hey, about man, right. when you okay. hear us, when you hear us at uh. <laughs> Double the speed, you'll be right on time. Don't even worry yeah, about it. No, we'll, we'll probably be about right for your commute. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> will, will you actually? This is a question. Do you have, you have you ever listened to yourself back on anything? Have you? How uh, are you about listening to yourself? I, I sometimes I'll watch bits of my streams. Um, I'll go back and look at things. Uh, I never rewatch like a full stream I've done, but you know, I've listened to like mm. 10 bits here or there. I uh, just like, oh, what did this person say? Or, or you know, a lot of times I'll look at things just to see how I did something in the process. Uh, yeah. I'll go back and like, did I use this or that? Because, you know, sometimes you forget. I'm getting old, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ain't we, ain't we all? <laughs> um, this is one thing actually. We we do already have two, I believe, intros from you on 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 file. So we will we will use at least one of those at the at the top of this episode. Because I remember I when you the first Christmas one or the Halloween one. No, that's right. No, you did. Now we have got three actually because you did a Christmas one as well. No, when you did the first when you did the first one, you sent two, and one of them was the creepy version of you. Which for, for oh, all I know at that point, because I, you know, we we'd not long connected. For all I knew at that point, that was the regular you. Um, <laughs> but we ended up using that one on the Halloween episode because it was so bonkers. Right. Yeah, that, that that's my vampire blood. Yeah, that's that good. Well, right? it, it's good. It's a little bit. It was a little bit chucky as well. There was a little bit of chucky in there for, for good measure. <laughs> um, so we use that at yeah. the top. But the reason I, the reason I mention that is we are now, I believe, out of artist intros. So if you are an artist and you've never featured <laughs> at the beginning of one of our episodes, um, do please hit us up. Um, and of course, you know, we're, we're, we're more than happy to have you on uh, as a guest should you should you wish to do so. I know some people do us intros but aren't keen on coming on, which is absolutely cool. Absolutely fine. You know, don't have to. Might not be your bag hanging out with two hairy men and recording for are you hairy? 90 minutes. Because I'm not going to claim that. Because I'm I'm horny enough. No. I'm I'm hairy enough. 
Harry. Ah. No, both of us. Oops. Sorry. Wow. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness, man. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. (laughs) You know how I feel. Yeah. You can see it. Well, I don't know how you feel. I can only imagine how you feel. I've never felt you. Um, We've never hugged. We've never hugged. No. We've never hugged. And I'm a hugger. Uh, No, I imagine you're... Are you a pick-up-and-hug person? Because you're quite tall. Do you pick up and hug the smaller person? (laughs) No. You know, it was really funny, though, when I was... So I came to North Carolina later, but in Miami, everyone, like, kisses each other on the cheeks when they say hi, and it's very, like, very Spanish or whatever. Dude, people looked at me very freaking strange when I got up here because I had no idea. I would see someone like, hey, and I do the lean-in, and it's hilarious to see someone who doesn't understand is, like, leaning back Uh, at me like, what is going on here? Just met. Um, So I learned that lesson very quickly. So, yeah. Uh See, I come from the other way. I've learned I, I, that's kind of part of the course for me now. The same as same as it used to be for you in Miami, because I worked really? in the West End for twenty years. Oh yeah, that's so right. it's either oh, cheek that. or lips, whatever yes. the gender doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. You know, it's very. Um, that's a very European uh, thing, European right? Like... It's a very European thing, but you know, for English people, that's not the norm. So, okay. but it, because it's, so. because it's West End theatre and because it's the arts and and, um, and yeah, West End Wendy's and, and all that, you know, it's um, it's obviously cool on the gang. So for me, that's perfectly natural. You know, it's my my. But of course, you no, know, no one can touch anyone at the moment. So it's kind you know, it's of funny like, too because I yeah. miss it, man. I I'm kind of like everyone's so funny. I was just thinking about this like two days ago. I was like, man, that stuff. Because I haven't lived there in a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like ten years ago, I've been in North Carolina, and I'm just like. Oh, man, how different is that now? Because that culture was so kind of like, mm. you know what I mean? Like there was a lot of affection being thrown around for strangers mm. and stuff like that. <laughs> Not like in a weird way, just like, you know, natural kind of like Spanish way. But I don't know. Do you get any of that stuff up there, Dre? What is it like over there? No, I mean, it's, it's pretty... Pretty much like, like Toronto's like New York, maybe not a little bit nicer. Uh, okay. A different, a, a different aroma in the air. Uh, not that I'm knocking New York; it smells lovely. Um, yeah. It's a very New York smell as well. Yeah. I've never smelled <laughs> uh, that anywhere else. It, yeah. <laughs> like uh, Toronto's a major metro area. It's very diverse and mm. you know, very similar to New York in a lot of ways, um, but. You know, having a Eastern European background, there is that mix of the hug and kiss on the cheeks with some mm-hmm. people. And then sometimes we're into situations where it's like, you know, friends of my parents who are from Romania as well. And, you know, they're all with the hug and kiss, but their mm-hmm. children aren't. So it's like uh-huh. you meet them and you're like, do I lean in? Do, do we shake hands? Do I wave? Yeah. Do, do I make eye contact? What's going on? Right? Like, like yeah. is, is your dad going to look at me weird? What's going on here? Right? Um, I was about every to now ask, and- actually, on, 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 the, on the kind of the, the, the blood source of you, but you mentioned Romania, so I don't have to now. So. That's so funny. Were you oh, born in funny. Canada? No, I was born in Romania. Oh, okay. Uh, and moved... Uh, in 88 just before the romanian revolutions i was eight um, my parents moved to israel with myself and my brother so that and then we're there for five years just after the gulf war moved to canada okay there so you know born in romania east transylvania which is a real place that's really cool um and then yeah 
Wow. Since 93, been in Toronto. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, there we go. Um, that, thank you for listening to the life story of uh, Andre Orsch. Um It was awesome. I, li- <laughs> I love this. Shit. Sorry, I love. I, like, oh, I, so I, cool. I do. I, I enjoy finding out where people are. And there's some remarkable surnames in our group. You know, some of the people in in, in our group and community, artists and collectors alike, have the most fantastic names. And I've always, you know, some of them, you know, you just you just forget to. Oh, it doesn't might not come across to ask when you're typing something on a on a yeah, comment on Facebook. Yeah. So I'm. I always find it fascinating. I never asked michael munshaw is is, as well as being a lovely guy munshaw's such a fabulous surname and i don't remember asking him on the origins of it yeah it's such a lovely word yeah it's actually a really it's a word i like to hug (laughs) munshaw i love saying it i like you know it's like one of those people you meet who have a cool last name you're like well i have to go by your last name i'm so sorry yeah, <laughs> like I, yeah. that comes to mind. Munchal, yeah, I call Munchal. Munchal. yeah, Munchal. I call uh, Munchal on my head too. I always, I always yeah, I do. Um, yeah. And 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 you, sir. I'm very also- weird. Well, I was just about to say, like Andre, I know you. You worry about people pronouncing your name right. My real name is Fausto Body and Nuevo. <laughs> so it's a completely I'm not different. Try touch that, right? No, it's it's a it's it's a great. I mean, I love that name a lot. Um, but you know, my dad's name is Fausto. My grandfather's name was Fausto, and then my great grandmother's name was Faustina. So it's like this whole linear thing or whatever, you know, yeah. Cuban craziness. But um, yeah, so like I just go by Noran Rad because I teach. So I was worried like students finding how <laughs> dorky I am. Um, so that's why I went by Noran Rad. But yeah, my name. Yeah, I think that's what's really cool about the card group, though. Like we have a lot of different men and women who are like different diversity, different backgrounds. I think it's great, man. I think I think we have something kind of really cool around us which i really love i do. appreciate it, it's it's a great group and it really um, is we're lucky I, I i i don't know if you guys realize i'm still an admin on the masterpieces group oh yeah yeah i just haven't switched it off <laughs> that's fine like i'm not i'm not sitting You'll there kicking doing people out, but, live, live stuff but yeah um I've, yeah i mean that aside but every now and then i'll get somebody message me thinking i'm an, an admin with questions and things and I'll answer them um, and I say hey listen I'm not really an admin but I can answer your question but it's just (laughs) such a great community um, and so many great people Um, it's just a wonderful thing that you guys put together and you know you try you guys run a very clean group there's some other groups that I've been in that are just fucking bitch fest right I'm welling Um, up I'm welling up yeah. Well, it's oh, funny because Ian, Ian, Ian does a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work on that front. Um, and when Ian and I, when Ian invited me to be part of this with him, as as kind as he was to invite me in, um, and now he, now he screwed. Now I'm in forever. But like, you know, he stuck <laughs> with me. <laughs> but like, the mob. I think, <laughs> I think the mm. first thing we talked about really was that like we're like, we don't want anybody bitching about artwork we don't want anybody bitching about prices and we don't want anybody to like slam other collectors for what they collect and i think that was like the three things we were 100 percent. i mean we don't really disagree but i think those three things are the one uh, the two things we always come back to because we i don't know like be happy you know what i mean have fun enjoy collecting i mean it's yeah. you know it's happy collecting don't forget but you know enjoy collecting as always <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, before before we bugger off, because we will have to bugger off at some point very soon. Some point. We've got to cook dinner. Um, uh, it's just occurred to me that if you're 
father and your grandfather were named Fausto, then you, technically speaking, does that mean that you're Fausto Barrio Nuevo the third? Wow, that's please have business cards done with that on. Oh, and shut actually have up. the third written as, as <laughs> Get letters. The hell out of like here. The third, as in Shrek, the third. <laughs> that the would third? be brilliant. The oh, third? please. One of, these, no. one of these days. And that's what the banner needs to say at the top so of our podcast funny. booth. Um, well, it's funny yeah. because like, all, my, all my childhood friends call me Junior. And then everyone at work, you know, Mr. Bonnie and Webble or whatever. And then here it's always Norrin Rad. So I get people on the phone sometimes and we talk and we hang out and they're like, all right, what the hell name do you want? <laughs> I was like, call me whatever. I don't care. Yeah, you know, Richard III. You know, some people, you, <laughs> there's a famous story about, it's, it's almost like a, an urban legend now, about uh, people saying, Richard ill? What? Is he ill? Because of course you write it as, as <laughs> you know, so so knowing the ill, knowing the ill, cool, you know. I yeah. love it. Dre, um, thank you uh, so for much, spending brother. a bit of time with us on your Sunday. Um, oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much. For... Um, where can people find you on the interwebs? I mean, we'll put it uh, on the link, but but tell people where. Yeah, to really, the place that I'm most active, even though I'm not that active, is Instagram. So it's Dre Studios on Instagram. Um, DreStudios.com. If I ever get around to revamping that, it's got all my links there. But I'll soon i'll start uh kind of updating that site and making that a little bit more than just a photo gallery or um, you know just on facebook i try it as much as possible my brand is dre studio so facebook youtube uh something else on twitter but i don't really use twitter uh, i can't remember what it is art of dre maybe it is art of dre yeah because i yeah, tag okay. you every every i can't get into twitter I can't See, I'll, 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 I'll pimp you know the thing that's the thing is it's, it's one of these things it's symbiosis so you know people tag mm. me and uh, me uh, us you know as the podcast and stuff and i'll do vice versa because it's like you know it just helps doesn't it eh? every, every little helps mm. as they say on the tesco adverts in the uk that mean nothing Three to most studios of the Mm-hmm. YouTube, on uh, eBay, whatever. That's yeah. me. Had yeah. that name for a long, long time. And <laughs> Stick with it. Love it's yours. It. It's you. Go uh, for it. Well, on that note, I think, I think we're about done. So, Dre, you know what to say. That rhymed. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty good. Jay, yeah. Jay's got this. I just thought I'd feel an awkward silence because he, he was pausing. No, I'm not frozen. I just fuck with you guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Enjoy collecting, everyone. Oh, there we go. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting. Collecting.